This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash Boathouse Studios or subscribe to Boathouse Studios on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your ear content. That's Boathouse Studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S Studios, house spelt the German way. Don't call me that word. I don't like things that elevate me above the other people. I'm just like you. Oh, sure, I come later in the day, I get paid a lot more, and I take longer vacations, but I don't like the word boss. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. That was a very good intro, Mr. Scorpion. Uh, Don't call me Mr. Scorpion. It's Mr. Scorpio, but don't call me that either. (laughs) Call me Hank! Oh, it feels good to be back. This it is sure does. Two Bad Neighbors. I'm Greg. My name's Alan. And we are in season eight, as you know already, because there, an episode came up before this. We never do this. <laughs> Getting a little peek behind the scenes here. Yeah, yeah. I was, was going to warn Greg. Yeah. Uh, just Remember, go, pretend like we've pretend, been recording already. Pretend like we've been recording already. Yep. That Ryan was already here. Yep, yep. And we're definitely not recording this out of order. That's right. Definitely mm-hmm. not. We would mm-hmm. never do that. Never do that. Mm. Um, but uh, this is um, this is a this is a this is a special day. It is because we're we're talking about a very special episode of The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Um, some might say it's it's one of the best. But before we get to it, Alan, mm. how have you been? Just fine and dandy, Greg. Let's keep it general. Yes. Can <laughs> <laughs> I timestamp this at all? Because maybe, maybe you're not. <laughs> maybe. Oh boy. Or maybe. By the time this episode comes out, maybe I'm terrible. Maybe you're great. Maybe I'm even better. Yeah. Who knows? That's yeah. that's life, you know. By the time this episode comes out, I'll be back in Banff. Again. Why? Because it's my job. Stop it. It's my job, man. <laughs> I got to make money, and this is the only thing people will pay me to Wait, do. Wait, where are you? You're going back in September? I'm going back in October. What? Yeah. Yeah. True That's story. crazy. True I story. think this will be out in September. So. Oh, okay. Well, then. <laughs> I'll be going soon. Good Good stuff. Good stuff for everybody. Some kind of Halloween show? <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah, it's a, um, it's a it's a spooky ghost tour of the Banff Springs Hotel. It doesn't matter. It's fine. Ooh, spooky, I'm, scary. I'm excited. It's going to be fun. I play a ghost. It'll be great. <gasps> yeah. Not the first time you've played a ghost. No. Not the last. <laughs> <laughs> I got at least one more. And then, of course... How many times have you when, played a ghost? <laughs> how many times have I played a ghost? Well, um... <laughs> There's the Christmas Carol, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Slinging sidecar, right? Of course, of course. That's what I was trying to reference. Of course, <laughs> that one. Um, and uh, I'd have to look at my resume to figure <laughs> now the other one. Follow up question: How many times have you played a ghost of your former self? Um, that's probably every single role that I take mm. on is oh. a um, is a reflection of who I was and never shall be again. Yeah. So I also just realized the expression's a shell of your former self. I thought it was ghost. I think ghost works. <laughs> it fine. does work. I think it's poetic. But it's not a normal thing people say. I it's don't not. Think. It's not. But this podcast has <laughs> never been for it. those people. That's right. We coined many terms here. Indeed. For example. For example, uh Tranting. Tranting. Remember that? I don't. <laughs> Did I coin that? 
No, I did. Of course. But it was for, I think it was for a bonus episode. Oh. And we're like, let's all just try and, oh no, it was was for a regular feed. Who was it? Was it Ryan, Ryan Chiskowski, I think was, was our guest? Uh Uh-huh. Whatever episode that was, we were like, let's coin some terms right now. Oh, good. (laughs) We just went for it. I mean, uh, Tailspin, DJ Tailspin, sure. was coined on this that's, year's show. That's very true. Yeah. I just listened to that episode, in yeah. fact. Which episode is it? It's uh, the one with James Wade, the Pin Pals episode. Oh, yeah, okay. Well. He says DJ Tailspin. He's actually the one who coined it. Oh, there you go. And then you said right away, DJ DuckTales. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so that's why, I think that's a reason why I was upset. Uh, because I'm like, you guys are just naming <laughs> Disney cartoons. <laughs> so anyway no that's a good DJ idea to go duck. yes i think i think that was one yeah. you said yeah i definitely would have said that one uh that would be one on my mind yep. immediately yep. that voice you heard mm. is our guest uh returning guest but hasn't been on the show in years bet you thought we weren't even friends anymore because we just have friends on our show that's true it's friends. Oh. Um, well, I I didn't know if we were friends anymore. So. It's Emma. It's me. It's Emma. It's Emma. Uh, Is this only your second time? Yes. <gasps> was uh, Two timer. Yeah, it was the... Um, we got ourselves a two timer. It was the Homer <laughs> Loves <laughs> Me. <laughs> I didn't make the jackets yet, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, Lisa's it was Lisa's pony. pony. Yeah, Lisa's I knew pony. I knew you were on that one. I was trying to remember yes. if you were on one since then, but... No, I have not. Because they all bleed not? together now <laughs> in my brain. Dang. Well, yeah, they really that's do. That's rude. Um, <laughs> My feelings are hurt. Well, here's the good. Here's, here's something fun. We um, this is this is a segment we call "Gang Up on the Guest." <laughs> we have um, we have some amazing people who support us on Patreon, and thank you so much for doing that those of you who do that um and i'm just checking my notes here and uh, oh emma's not on there that's interesting not what i was going for <laughs> um <laughs> excuse me <laughs> but what i wanted just kidding it's it, when you when you said yes. they all sort of bleed together yeah, yeah um it was it brought up that um one of our one of our patrons and a very active one uh christy <laughs> um mentioned that um, I had said uh, we we had talked about the tomaco episode. Oh yeah, years feels like yeah, uh, probably years ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I said I actually liked that episode, <laughs> uh, but you ruined the ending for me. Yes, I and I'm glad I did. Little little <laughs> did I know all it would take was just to watch the episode. Watch it again. again. Yeah, and I just for those that aren't aware it. on our Patreon feed, we just uh, well in the last month we reviewed tomaco the tomaco episode. Yeah, e i e i annoyed grunt. And uh, kill the alligator and run. Yeah, are the two that we covered. Two remarkably similar <laughs> episodes. But the point is, you lose track of everything you say when you talk about it on a podcast. I can imagine. And uh, don't listen to it again. <laughs> um, yeah, I've just been re-listening to season seven myself. Okay, and that's why I realized who coined DJ, DJ Tailspin. And I need to go on record saying that I don't listen to the show immediately. I do right. eventually, like you do. I need space. Yeah. <laughs> I need space from it um, for it to be like, so I can listen to it objectively. Mm. Because if I, and you, ideally, slightly objectively. And when I do listen to it back, hopefully I don't hate what I sound like. But I do know 
that if I listen to it immediately, I definitely will. You'll hate I'll what you sound hate like. It. I'll hate everything about it. I feel it. like you always hate what you sound like. I'll hate it less a year later. A year later? Yeah. You give it a year. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. Yeah, like, so we've we just finished season seven, right? Yes. And I'm going back to, to, to listen to the episode one of season seven, which we recorded I about see. a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. True. So that'll be that'll be an interesting. And here we are. And here we one are. One year later, season, season eight. eight. Season eight. Yeah. Episode two. Episode two. <laughs> kinda. Kinda. It feels like the premiere. It does feel like the premiere. The, the Treehouse episode, which you probably have already listened to, and we've definitely already recorded. Uh, wink. Um, <laughs> is I mean, it's just like it's like this little kind of side thing you know it's kind of like a, a palate cleanser get you back into mm-hmm. it and then you get and this, then you get this episode. and then the, the bomb just drops that's right and it's <laughs> <laughs> i mean that was part of the plan i yeah. imagine <laughs> uh i mean the episode does feel i mean it could have been like an accident. A, that's true. <laughs> it feels like a like a, a repilot in a way and it's purposefully done that way yeah it's supposed to be a fake out to the audience that the Simpsons are actually going to move away, which is why they have all those characters say goodbye. I'll, uh, I don't know. And I'm they sure introduce, other sitcoms have done that. And they introduce so many new ones. Yes. And you're almost like, why didn't they just do that? Why didn't they just keep Albert Brooks on for forever? Because you feel, I mean, you feel like you're, um, like you, you get, you get all of, you, you get all of the best stuff in this in this episode, and you're left wanting more, which is one of the th- great things I can say about this episode. I don't think it drops the ball once. Oh, I mean, I agree. Which <laughs> is something that I can't say about some of my other favorite episodes of all time, like sure. Cape Fear. Sure. Because I do think Cape Fear does drop the ball in the, in the very last moment. In the last Look what possible happened without sec- my pills. Yeah, and it's like, okay, thanks. Good. Caught this young lady. Good, 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 great joke. (laughs) But The Simpsons, uh, you only move twice. It it carries on even after the credits roll with one of the great Simpsons songs. That's right. It's phenomenal. It's a great Simpsons song that is rarely talked about in the same conversation as Monorail Song, or you know what I mean. Because it's one of those like it's one of those songs that wouldn't be eligible for the Academy Awards. Because it's in the credits? Yeah, it didn't appear in wow. the actual... Yeah. That's why uh, Bruce Springsteen's The Wrestler wasn't uh, eligible. Robbed. Yeah, I agree. He won I the Golden Globe. He, won... <laughs> he won the Golden Globe for it. Was that song only in the credits? Yep. Oh. Yep. Weird. Yep. But it can be in the title sequence, but not in the credits. Yeah, because it's like physically in the movie. Like if you have like a James Bond style cold opening, yeah, that's and then it's right. That's definitely. But I mean, we all know these days the credits are part of the movie. I mean, they are now. Thank because, God. Thank because, you, Marvel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I mean, there's a whole website. I I don't know if you do this, but at the definitely end of not. a movie, <laughs> you don't even know what I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing there's a website that tells you whether there's something in the credits or correct. Not. It's called afterthecredits.com. <laughs> So after I see a movie, I immediately <laughs> go to that website and look search the movie I'm watching. And the nice thing is it doesn't spoil it. It'll just like it'll have a little thing that's like, is there anything during the credits? Yes or no. And then you can click to like reveal what it is if for some reason, you know, you left and 
So why don't you know. just check it before you go to the movie if there aren't any spoilers? Because if I, I was don't on a date wanna. with you and you pulled out your phone right after the movie ended, I'd be like, well, I guess this date isn't interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, what kind of date goes to a movie? Lame. I mean, like, is that not what people do anymore? Like a first date? Have yeah. you guys ever gone to a, on a first date to a movie? Never gone on a first date. All right. <laughs> never been on a date all right <laughs> so you tell us and all i do is go on first dates so <laughs> we're all a bunch of schmucks can i ask you a question Alan? have you ever been on to a second date no <laughs> you know this. that was just a full stop question <laughs> oh anyway. good times no is a complete sentence <laughs> has a period after the end of it it sure does or a dot Depends on who you ask. I'm uh, gonna keep going. I don't know with, uh, <laughs> with this until uh, you you, you want stop me to start me. start doing some things. Do some stuff. All right. Well, yeah. we're talking about you only move twice. This is the second episode of season eight, written by John Schwartzwelder, directed by Mike B. Anderson. Original air date November third, nineteen ninety six. If those of you who have been with us since the old Cinepals days, where we did sort of a backdoor pilot to uh, this. Um, this podcast that we host now, uh, we did an episode of our favorite Simpsons episodes. Correct. This is one of those that appeared on it. It was based that 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 podcast episode itself was based on a article that Alan wrote uh, years ago about his top ten favorite Simpsons episodes. Um, a bunch of uh, our mutual friends and myself wrote uh, rebuttal lists, and just like there was a lot of crossover. It included this episode. Mm -hmm. This episode, I forget where it landed. I forget where it landed. On, on your no, list, you don't. All, uh, those, <laughs> all those years ago. <laughs> but you're setting me up to say this is my favorite episode. This is my favorite episode of the Simpsons television program. Knocked it out of the park. What a great choice. <laughs> this is a great choice for a favorite episode. Yeah, it always has been. Um, I mean, obviously, since it aired, <laughs> it wasn't before it aired. That'd be weird. <laughs> it's like in the middle of season three. What's your favorite episode? Mm, season eight, episode two. Hmm. What? <laughs> They're only signed for season five. What? I don't understand. <laughs> Harry Shearer's gonna throw a temper tantrum again. But no, uh, pretty much. You know, when I started even thinking about like, what's my favorite episode? Because like when I was a kid. I don't know if I ever really did that, you know, like at least not to the crazy degree I do these days. You I'm mean like, you didn't? Here's make... my top five blank, and right. I'm like, does anyone care? No, cool. I'm still gonna do it. You didn't make personal top ten lists that you could share with the not world until the internet. Right, right, right. Which was, you know, late '90s. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, it wasn't it's, until the well, Matrix. No, it's when Al Gore ran for president. Right. Two thousand. Two thousand one. Two. Yeah, two thousand, buddy. <laughs> It wasn't right after 9-11? My friend, um, no. Wouldn't that be crazy? <laughs> uh, my speculative... If there was an election right after... My speculative huge fiction tragedy. of the mm -hmm. world mm -hmm. is that if the... If, if, if America was founded two years later, we would never have gotten George W. Bush. Oh. Mm. Yeah. I believe that Al so Gore sits in a box and just controls everything. There's just a bunch of levers She's and like buttons, <laughs> and he just like pulls the and pushes buttons. He's like global warm, <laughs> trying to change. That sounds it. right. Yeah. Excelsior. Yeah. <laughs> There's just too many levers for one man. 
but he'll try. Oh, he'll try. He'll try, oh. damn it. He'll have his, his Oscar hanging behind him <laughs> mm-hmm. the whole time. It's, uh, he's got like a life-affirming t-shirt yeah, on. Yeah, an inconvenient truth is just playing Loop. over and over. And, and an over inconvenient again. truth, too. Yeah. An inconvenient yeah. sequel. That's Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Bummer. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically just him going, I told you, I really, over and over. I really wanted that. I really wanted that to be something you made up. No, that's the real title. <laughs> like right on the spot because it does sound like oh, an improv riff. Yeah. Right? It's it's like, oh, what could be the sequel to An Inconvenient Truth? An Inconvenient Sequel? Do we want to brainstorm anymore? No, let's no. order Chinese food. We're good. <laughs> uh, how have you been, Emma? I've been fine, Greg. Okay, good. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how have you been? Well, I mean, just like it's been years since you've been on here. It's and, true. And... Um, I don't know if there's anything uh, you want to uh, update us on. Have you had a kid or anything? Um, I have not had a kid. All right. That's good. Um, have you had several kids? I have had 12. Okay. Ah, yes. there it was. Yeah. I was because you were using the singular. Right. Singular. Yeah. Yes. Technically incorrect. I take things very, <laughs> very grammatically yeah. correct. Let's do it to yes. it. Grammar, that is. <laughs> Brought it back. Yeah, you did bring it back. Yeah. Let's do it to it. Grammar, that is. I love, I do love that one of the things in this episode that pulls Bart back is that he can't read cursive. (laughs) And kids today also can't read cursive. I was going to say, that's that's a current like news thing, right? Yeah, they do not teach it in schools anymore. Yeah. So, that's crazy. Yeah. So something that. Back in 96, it was like. Yeah. Bart got put into the remedial class. (laughs) Because of that. And also, like, uh, using Q. Oh, Q's. Q's the stupidest cursive word. Or the one that looks like a cursive letter. That's the one that looks looks like like a a two, two, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's why he's like two and ten. Q and and Zed. Zed's a weird one, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) In perfect cursive. Oh, man. Uh, I think I only did cursive in one year. And I think it was grade three. And it might have been like after that that they started phasing it out because it was draconian and evil and Mm -hmm. no one needs it. I remember doing it very strictly in grade five. Like we had worksheets and we had to like do it very perfectly. Were those those the ones with like the two solid lines and the little dotted one in between? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That keeps your penmanship real good. Yeah. Want an example? Check out my penmanship. Ooh. It is... uh, Stellar. I. <laughs> they really. Hey, hey. Oh, it's, it's an audio no. medium. Yeah. Nobody needs to know. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at some things you've nobody, written right now. Nobody. <laughs> nobody needs to know. Well, I don't know what Greg, Greg is covering up his three papers. Greg was doing, but well, he has not kept the, <laughs> the same level of. Well, I wrote something. There's something here on this piece of paper that um, would that a grade three person would write it's apple juice um <laughs> someone in, th- in grade three would write apple juice and this Likely. is this is pretty much what my penmanship looked like in grade three as right. well so makes um, sense yeah i was and just you're still just writing apple juice yeah i'm still writing apple juice over and over just trying to get it to look like a chicken didn't write it and it's not going well so guys i mean yeah. it doesn't look like a chicken wrote it chickens don't know how to write greg that's true if someone showed me that and was like, hey, a chicken wrote this, I'd be like, that chicken's amazing. 
Okay, and then if someone told you that a uh, 30-year-old man wrote it, I'd be like, how would you feel? Oh. <laughs> okay. I think, are you sure it's not his son? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have no son. <laughs> when you say it like that, when you say like, um, it's like, oh, do you have kids? It's like, I have no son. Uh, that's just, uh, that sounds just awful. It's like a... Um, Herschel Krzysztofski's father. Yeah. Rabbi Krzysztofski. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of his name. Schmeichel? Schmo- I think it's Schmeichel, yeah. yeah. Or is that Cressy's middle name? Herschel Schmeichel. No, I think it's a dad's name. Okay. Uh, uh, come on. Our friends will tell us. We'll never um, know. Do we want to do a mailbag? Do we have a mailbag? Oh, you know what? We do. I wasn't sure if we should save that for uh, the episode we definitely recorded already. Uh, I mean, like we could do it now if you want. No. Okay. Never mind. It'd be weird to do it on the second one. Fair enough. I got some. I got some mail from Spreaker. Okay. It's a podcasting I don't know app. What that means. Oh. But we're not going to talk about Spreaker. <laughs> okay. Because they don't pay us. I that was a person. But if uh, Spreaker <laughs> like did want to pay some us, some dumb like friend you're, you're from, from, to it. Yeah, from you're university. Welcome to it. Yeah. Yeah. That was just a little. Um, so this episode, you only move twice, is. One of my favorites, your favorite, Emma. Love it. Great. So we're all on the same page. We're going to basically just be super into this episode oh for yeah. the next tell hour. Tell you why it's great. Um, and tell I you why it's great. I just basically spent the whole time writing down quotes because everything is so, <laughs> it's so funny. funny from start to finish. Yeah. We can't move out of Springfield. Bart's lawyer lives here. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted to own the Dallas Cowboys. They just break out laughing. I'm sorry, Dad. That was just. I just find that very cute. <laughs> very cute. How which condescending! Is, is so true. <laughs> it is very cute, though. But that's his daughter. I know, it's but very it's so funny. it's so cute. Yeah. So the premise: if if your dad said like he wanted to like sheepishly was like I always wanted to own uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs or something. You know? Oh, like, you'd then be, it'd like, be like, oh, that's cute. That dad. is cute. Yeah, fair enough. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> you put it into a personal lens, and it's uh, <laughs> it is very cute. Um. So the premise of this episode. In in my simple understanding, is uh, what if a James Bond villain <laughs> was actually a really respectful and benevolent employer? What would that look like? Yeah, uh, and the Simpsons. Well, and for to put him. and to put it in the context of the Simpsons as well, it's like what if Homer had a boss that was the opposite of Mr. Burns, basically. Yeah, right. Yeah, because um, Mr. Burns, the way he's presented, does seem like kind of a run of the mill super villain. Super villain. Yeah. yeah. Um, along the lines of uh, Dr. Colossus. Sure. Or Dr. Satan. Sure. <laughs> Dr. Demento. <laughs> Dr. Doom. Mm-hmm. I'm... Dr. Gregory House. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Emma either really hated that joke or begrudgingly liked it. I'm not sure which. Myself. I heard her laugh and I looked at her face and it was so much disgust. <laughs> Don't like House? Not a, not a big fan of the doctor? I thought, thought we were here to talk about The Simpsons. Uh, it's okay not to like House. It's not a very this good is our show. sister podcast, House in the House. <laughs> talk about the TV show House. While we're in Boathouse. MD. Mm, that's the full title. House spelled the German way. House. 
Um, oh, that'd be great. A German spinoff of House, and it's spelled like Haas. H-A-U-S. It's just called Haas. <laughs> um, and everyone thinks he's normal because he's a jerk, and right, they're and, all jerks because they're Germans. Germans. Right. Got it. Got it. Classic. Take that, German listeners. <laughs> Hiya. Uh, I mean, you've listened to just, our Burns Br- for Coffin to Kraftwerk episode. Um, we love the Germans. Yeah. Ooh, the Germans are coming to get me. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, Scorpio. Yeah. Hank Scorpio. Okay. Mr. Scorpio. This is where we want to start. Mr. Scorpion. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like you like you were saying, I just yeah. wanted to riff off this because mm-hmm. you were saying it's what if a Bond villain was like an... And the thing I like about it is it kind of made me think about Bond villains, but also just like that kind of archetype of villains in general in, in films. And you're like, why are all these people working for them? <laughs> How on earth did they manage to get such a committed workforce? Yeah, like so many people who are just like doing whatever needs to be done. Some are like henchmen who do like killings and stuff, but some are just like people on control panels. Yeah. We're just like, I'm the tech here. I don't know. <laughs> I just make this happen and then bombs explode and that's my job, but I get really good benefits. So Yeah. I mean, you have to have a competitive salary package and uh, health benefits for you and your life partner. That's right. <laughs> And that's the only way you'll get these people to do it. People will do anything for uh, financial Money. security oh. for them and their loved ones. Yes, that is life partners. That yeah, that's the secret. That's the secret. That's that's it. If you have billions of dollars and you put that money towards on one side evil world domination <laughs> shit, and on the other side. Making sure all of your employees are super happy with their stock options plans, their health benefits, their salaries, their positions, their homes, which you have built for them. Then and you, adding stories, adding really stories really? when you do, when they do a good when job, a good and yeah. and when and when their commitment and hard work and tenacity are um, pay off, and and you can actually see the results. And you reward them for that. People, doesn't matter if you're a good person or a bad person. Deep down, you you will you'll work for that person. But my question that is that is everyone in the know as much as Homer is. Like Homer's in the know because he just wanders around and ends up in the wrong place at the wrong time, just being oblivious to it. Yeah, I mean, I will say, I, I think pointedly Homer is not in the know this whole episode, yes, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think... <laughs> we as the audience are. Are in the right. know yes. watching Homer. Yeah. But he's like around for all these things because he just wanders yeah. and ends up place or he's like going to ask hank a question yeah. and then he's like hold on one second and he goes to do a mo- evil monologue and to be fair though it says hank scorpio president and ceo come on in that's true yeah just says come but, on but in. welcoming it, or but when he goes into the the basement <laughs> try in there homer layer. <laughs> yeah he's he's directly pointed yeah, there. With, with the guy with the gun and yeah. it's not locked like the door like the shield door the blast shield door he doesn't have to push in any code but, or anything. but hank also up. says he says uh homer's like oh, i haven't been in this place before why would you it's my office yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think i think what i've always kind of gathered is that uh 
Homer is the example of a new employee here mm, mm-hmm. where maybe he's not like let in on all the like here's what we actually do, but they're also not going to hide it. You know, so it's not like, all right, welcome to Globex. We, you know, do terrorist bombings and <laughs> destroy countries, etc. Destroy the 59th Street Bridge. Yeah. Uh, but they're also not going to be like, you know, oh, like try and hide it because then it becomes more of a like a lot of people might be like, oh, I need to discover this mystery. And so you just kind of he just kind of gets indoctrinated, indoctrinated into the business. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this is this is just how we run things here. Yeah. And because Homer only lasts for a week or however long it is. He doesn't have a chance to get fully indoctrinated, but he's just like, he's also kind of, we all know, he's a lovable oaf. He's not yeah. too bright, so. But people are coming in, putting their heads down, getting their work done. Yeah. Clocking out at five. I think so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happens on my lunch yeah. oh, break yeah. uh, I mean, that's someone else's problem. Yeah. Hey, I'm just, yeah. I'm just doing, I'm just the accounting. Like, I'm just making sure the numbers are matching up. What, you're telling me they're, do- they're doing terrorist things? I, I didn't know. I never. <laughs> They paid me yeah. really well. Really well. And on it's Fridays. And there was a self-cleaning oven. <laughs> yeah. Those are great. And Fridays, the lunch service, hot dogs and burgers and beer. German beer. German beer. German beer. <laughs> so the, just, the, just the very basic idea of a James Bond-esque villain being this kind of a guy. Mm-hmm. God, I kind of wish, at on one side, I kind of wish they made it into... A, it used this for the movie right but then on the other side you're kind of like they kind of did yeah with, well and you know i mean obviously you know that albert brooks voiced the the villain in the movie russ cargill russ cargill was originally supposed to be hank scorpio when they were writing it then when they were writing the movie they and i believe albert brooks said like when he initially went in to do some recordings they were hank scorpio lines yeah and then eventually like through the process they decided to change it to a different person now why is that uh, I think they been revealed. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't uh, see any specific reasoning. It was basically just we decided it should be a new character. Was basically their reasoning. And mm-hmm. I don't know if there's something deeper that they don't want to reveal. But if the part lines, of me, if the lines were all the same mm-hmm. as the, as is in the in the movie, yeah. And like, I'm glad. I'm sure. I'm glad Scorpio stays in his own perfect episode. Part of me is yeah is so content that Scorpio is not tarnished like Safe. some of the other characters have Safe. been. In Cypress Creek. Yeah. <laughs> um, Frank Grimes, for example, once we get to that episode, I'm sure we'll talk about the Frank Grimes Jr. episode. I'm sure we'll have to do a bonus episode <laughs> on it at some point. But things like that where it's like, oh, let's rehash some stuff that people liked uh, that is always hit or miss with any me- form of media. And part of me is like, I would have really liked to see Hank Scorpio again. Yeah, there is. Like, there I is don't, that. I like, to your point, I don't think that all the lines were the same. I think that they saved a lot of the stuff that was recorded because it can work well with yep. that character. Yep. But I do think once they decided to change it to a new character, they rewrote a bunch of it. And Albert Brooks, I'm sure, rewrote a bunch of it on the fly as oh, well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things about Albert Brooks being on an episode is trying to figure out exactly what is a riff and what isn't. I think I have a pretty good idea, at least one. I have a pretty good idea for the whole episode, I think, only because my understanding is him and uh, Dan would record together, and <laughs> Dan would, Hank would, or sorry, uh, Albert Brooks would say something, and 
get Dan off guard and he'd be like, oh, and then he'd do it. He'd be like, all right, I know what he's going to say this time, so I'll have something ready to say back to him. And then he says something new. <laughs> and so he's like, so basically anytime Homer is saying practically nothing, <laughs> I'm pretty sure is an Albert Brooks riff. <laughs> <laughs> the hammock district. Yeah, that's the uh, one that I that, yeah. that really caught me this time. The entire hammock. Yes. The entire hammock thing. Yes. Feels like just completely off the cuff. Just being like, he even says it's like. In fact, there's four. So he sets himself up to do that that improv thing yeah. where you give you yourself give a list. You, you have to do all four. And Homer's response to all of them is just like, uh huh, mm-hmm. okay. right, sure, uh huh. <laughs> And then the only time he can kept, catch up is like, in fact, they're all in one one place, the hammock complex on uh, on third. Oh, the hammock district, and that's which is perfect. It's just mm, nailed it, <laughs> nailed it. Great improv. That's so funny. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Swing low, sweet chariot. It's one of the names of the hammock stores. Hammock hut. Hammocks that's are us. Brilliant. Swing low, sweet chariot. Put your butt there. Put your butt there. And then Marianne's hammock. Marianne's hammocks. Yep. Uh, I'm just kidding. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. Every line, every line he has is uh, is great. But let's talk about the uh, overall structure of the episode, starting with uh, Act One, which is a classic uh, Simpsons go somewhere uh, structure, where they spend the first act going there, uh, figuring out how to get there, what they're going to do, um, figuring out if they're going to go there, is if they're going to the go first, there, yeah, the first. Uh, hurdle and this 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 is like it's so full of really 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 great jokes the cypress creek video the in video and of is itself so is so great a tale of one city a tale of one city <laughs> um it's just i just it's so funny it's so good bart's lawyer is here yeah. you just you, you just said um, which do we do we think that's lionel hutz do we think it's, it's blue-haired lawyer because definitely he, lionel because blue-haired lawyer wrong. shows up as the very first goodbye when they drive away. They can't That's afford- the only reason I thought maybe it was him. They can't afford blue-haired lawyer. But he did, uh, for Bart gets hit by a car, didn't he? Isn't he? Or is he versus him? He's versus. Okay. Yeah. Lionel Hutz is and always has been Bart's lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> a consummate professional. Yep. Works on contingency? No. Money down. Money down. Oh, this state bar. <laughs> uh, Speaking of, you want some? It's 10 in the morning. Yeah, but I haven't slept in days. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Last chance. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, he's not even in this episode. No, no he's so good. Yeah. But they evoke him with yeah. that one line, yeah. and you just you think of him. <laughs> it's definitely Lionel Hudson. It's got to be. Yeah. It's got to be. Yeah. I can't believe it's a law firm. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, bay. Great app. So, the um, the the Simpsons have uh, no luck selling their dumpy old house, which you know, once again, just like Springfield, it's an elastic house. It can be a palace or it can be a flop house. Yeah, it's legitimately falling apart before yeah. their eyes. Yeah, it's all it's all in uh, perspective. It is. Yeah, Frank Grimes considers it a palace. That's right. He lives above a bowling alley, but below another bowling alley. <laughs> All he could afford is this briefcase <laughs> and this haircut. Uh, season eight, guys. Oh, we're uh, here. It's a it's a wild ride. It's so fun. You're getting into it. Oh. Uh, we've uh, we've been talking about season eight uh, since season three. Yeah, and probably before that. Well, season eight is my favorite season. Yeah, 
how because I mean this episode helps obviously. Yeah, I mean but it puts it right up. It's, it's also because it's, to me it's the most interesting season. It's so interesting. because there's so many episodes in this season. I shouldn't say so many. There's probably three I can think of off the top of my head that I don't like. They're just bad. Yeah, uh, but then there's so many that are like some of my favorites, including this and Millhouse Divided. And then a lot of them are just like they're they're not quite as wacky. I would say as like season five kind of got with like the going to space and getting an elephant yeah and things like that but it's still just like weird <laughs> there's just like a weird tint to it that gets me really excited and it's all like the weirdness it's mary poppins comes yeah, in yeah. and so in the in the sh- in the the writing is so fast yeah it's so fast without being too fast without like being at the expense of the characters um you, you get a lot of that in nine and on where like the jokes come at the expense of the characters. Right. Yeah. Everything coming out of everybody's mouth feels right. Um, and even though Lisa's part in this episode is the weakest part of the episode, it's still, there's still laughs yep. to be had. And her stuff is the stuff that works with her character. The interesting thing about Lisa is we don't see her go to school. <laughs> Not at all. the same thing. Which is seems like the weirdest choice for a Lisa yes. storyline, you know? Yeah. Like, I get that she's also like a tree hugger and, you know, hippie or whatever. So she's out in nature. But I think they just needed to find a way for her not to fit in. Yeah. Right. And obviously school is the place where she was going to click. Yeah. If she's going to study net dot at edu. Yeah. She's going to have a great time. <laughs> um. Would... And and like putting the, I think putting both the kids in a school is is for a new surrounding is something that the writers probably wanted to avoid in the first place. Well, other than the first act, really, the characters don't spend much time together. That's true. Yeah, uh, yeah I think the only other time is when they get Tom Landry's hat, <laughs> and then the dinner. The yeah. dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think uh, part of me thinks the the logical. Lisa's storyline, if she went to school, is that she's too smart, uh, yeah. right? Something like that, where it's like, oh, you're like, and maybe they, maybe there would be like a parallel with like Bart gets bumped down and Lisa gets bumped up, but there's no one else in that class, and so mm. she's just bored. But it's just not as it's not that interesting. <laughs> no, it's really not. And so I I do like the the choice to make it. She just has allergies to everything. <laughs> Because it seems so nice at first. Yeah. Like, la, la, la. la, la, la. Mrs. Owl, you're up kind of early. We do get that great joke. <laughs> <laughs> I always loved that joke as like a, it was kind of a a wake up to me as a child, as a, I would have been what, 11 um, in 96. And it was like, oh yeah, nature's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> animals kill each other <laughs> like you see oh this is a cute little animal oh and so is that and then they eat each other and you're like oh <laughs> these 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 animals just like the least the vegetarian uh meat meat and mer- what is it uh don't meat eat and- don't eat beef eat deer <laughs> no nope. it's the, the video the the video where it's like uh the food chain and it shows oh, all yeah. the animals eating each other and it's like a dog eating a frisbee <laughs> <laughs> A shark eating a gorilla, <laughs> <laughs> shit like that. Um, something that I wanted to uh, that I wanted to bring up was that um, he says Cypress Creek. It's a town upstate somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's in the same state as Springfield. <laughs> yep, same state. I presume New York. <laughs> so they're in like the um, the the nuclear belt. Yes, if you will. 
that. But he does say later in the letter, if you're ever on the East Coast. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. he takes over the East he Coast. Does, he does uh, seize the East Coast. That's yes. right. That's right. I love the newspaper. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's one of those things where it's just like, oh, I couldn't keep that straight, could you? <laughs> not even for one well, episode. Yeah. I think I think sometimes it's purposeful though. Yeah. <laughs> if not all the time. Yeah. Like, ah, we, we're we're getting you audience. You think you know where Springfield is? Here's a bunch of loops. And um when when Marge says what lifelong dream? Mm-hmm. She usually just says one of his lifelong right. dreams, right? Like when he's like, um, mm. it, it's been a lifelong dream of like, it, it might make allow me to accomplish my lifelong dream. She says, you already did that. Your lifelong dream was to be on the gong show. Yeah. And you did it in 1979. Yeah. Or uh, run run naked onto the field of idiot the baseball. Idiot game, <laughs> right? Uh, and he's already done all of his life goals. And this is the first time, I think, in the entire series where she's like, what life she, yeah, she's just She's done. She's just like, which <laughs> one? Tired. Which one this time? <laughs> she's tired. <laughs> she's so tired. Jesus Christ. Which which lifelong dream is it this time, Homer? Uh. Uh, and it pays off. It's a it's a rule of three joke in a, in over, over three acts. Sure. Dallas Cowboys in the first act tells Hank, Dallas Cowboys in the second act. Denver Broncos in the Boom. third. Yeah, put a bow on it. I think owning the Denver Broncos is is great. Uh, just don't know explain, sports. Explain to me why it isn't. <laughs> you just don't understand football, Marge. What a dig. What a did dig you, at the Broncos. Did you guys... But then the football gets thrown and it bounces <laughs> off the back of a helmet. Well, and there's other shots earlier yeah. too, yeah. where yeah, where they're just missing the ball and stuff. One and falls very, down. Very... <laughs> uh, Pretty sure one like hits him in the head. Yeah, that's like the, that was no. The... So the, uh, one before that. There's, oh yeah, there's one where he's he just he's just running and it hits him in the back of the head. And there's yeah. one where he's like going to catch it and yeah. it hits him on the head and coming the other way. Yeah, they're not a good team. They're not a good uh, football team. Do you guys? Did you or do you know anything about football? <laughs> Um, well, fun fact, they make, make fun of the Denver Broncos in, uh, in, in this episode, but then in the, that's uh, a fun fact, in, in, is that what they this. were doing in the, uh, <laughs> oh, it was a joke. Oh, it all makes sense now. Okay, oh, guys. Let's, Greg, let's let Greg catch up to his thoughts. Go on. <laughs> Oh, uh, he lost him. So, in the episode where they meet Wally, the and they and they go to the Super Bowl uh, on on the bus uh, and the like Sunday, cruddy Sunday. Yeah, and like Vincent Price is in it. Uh, it's the best part of the episode, Alan by is the way. Shaking his head. It's a fine episode. It's a terrible episode. He's he's overreacting. We'll watch it again, and he'll see why. <sighs> It'll be great. Uh, is that season nine? I think it might be. Holy shit! Because in season nine, then if they say, oh, I gotta find out, because they do say playing in the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl, the the one thing that they recorded and it's on the DVD mm-hmm. is they'll be playing the Atlanta Falcons and the Denver Broncos. So the oh, Denver like, Broncos they hold up a thing because they yeah once they found out who was actually playing the Super Bowl yeah yeah gotcha yeah and it was the Denver Broncos. There you go. So a very quick turnaround. Yeah. For the Denver Broncos. And they did win the Super Bowl recently in the lowest scoring Super Bowl of all time. Wow. I think. Yeah. I think that was the... the, the Emma, do you know anything about football? That was the Peyton Manning one. 
clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. <laughs> can't lose. Coach Taylor. Oh, man. Well, we all know about football in the great city of Dillon, Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Is it Texas? Oh, yeah. Texas forever. Oh, yeah. Texas forever. <laughs> I had a brief. Well, or should, should, I, should I say Texas forever? Texas forever. Street. 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 Oh, my God. Matt uh, Saracen. <laughs> Saracen. <laughs> Smash Williams! Oh, what a great show. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Just let me pull out my notes for that. State. We're gonna win state this year. That's one of my favorite episodes of television ever is season finale of season one. State. And they so good. Go up against Voodoo Tatum. Oh, oh. That guy. That guy. He's a good good ball player though. He can he can throw that football. He can throw that football. I don't like it. Nah. I don't what? like that show. Oh, you don't? Why not? Actually, I do. Yeah. I just wanted to create a Friday Night Light fight. <laughs> is it season two? Uh, <laughs> is it season two? That I, I never. I've only watched. Just season skip one. it. Yeah, just skip season two. But I'm a completionist, so I'll definitely. Watch oh it. no, you're gonna hate it. I know, but I want. I want to hate it with everybody else. Yes. You know? I skipped it. I skipped it. Oh, I completely you've skipped never it. watched it. No, I refused. Oh. I watched the first episode, and then I was like, "This. I see where this is going." Oh, and but it's, it's only like. 10 episodes. Like the first half of the second season? The like, I, the, all I know is there's like a murder thing. The, right? the, the, second, second, season, the second season is is a full season. I don't think so because it happened during the writer's strike. Oh, shit. Oh, so sense. they just legitimately called it. And so I think call. I think it was like 12 episodes and they're like, we're not going to continue <laughs> with this. And, and then, then they like just dive into the third season. Like, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't do that, yeah. guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is a blessing in disguise, this writer's strike. Are you looking it up right I now? I got to. I got to. I got to know how many episodes I missed. Um, I think not that many. But speaking of football, I was just going to say, I knew nothing about football when this episode aired. And so I was with Marge, basically. Right. <laughs> I, was, I was like, that's that's awesome. Like, I want to own a football own team. Own a football yeah, team. Yeah, that's amazing. And then, of course, like I see the characters missing. And I'm like, oh, maybe they just really suck. And that's why. And then uh, just kind of continued to uh, fifteen, not know anything about football. Fifteen episodes. Fifteen episodes Great. in season two. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. It's close to a full season. It's but, their second it's, longest it's, season, but it was it's that it's writer's strike. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. Thank God. Fifteen. I didn't realize. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, fifteen hours. Fuck it. <laughs> not with Twin Peaks, though. You could watch Titanic five times. <laughs> I should do that. <laughs> That movie rules. I've never seen it. What? You're a liar. I'm not a liar. <laughs> Wait, I've never seen really? Titanic. That's a huge blind spot. You should see Titanic. I, you should see Titanic. I, Wait. It's a point Wait. of pride at Wait. this point. Wait. <laughs> I remember very, very vividly at a movie trivia night. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember this, too. <laughs> Me saying one tagline from a t- from Titanic and Emma Sinclair yeah. screaming Scream. so excitedly, Titanic! <laughs> <laughs> and you're telling me you've never seen the I've movie? I've never seen it. I was doing... I a- rescind your win of that minigame. Just kidding. I was doing a lot of quizzes <laughs> online of movie taglines. That's fair. I do that too. <laughs> <laughs> and that was what and I was Collide just, with Destiny. I was just so excited that I knew it. I yeah. never I, know those. You were things. so excited. I just, I just remember that's one one moment I'll remember forever because it was so it was the first one and it was so <laughs> your face was just so excited. I and I like 
I screamed it. <laughs> you sure did. The, when I went to go get my winning pitcher of beer, <laughs> the bartender was like, that made me jump. <laughs> I literally jumped. You frightened the, the staff. I frightened the staff. I was just so excited. Oh, that's great. It was a fun moment, but I think you'd like it. It's a beautiful movie. It is a good movie. Yeah. It's a it's a really beautiful movie. And uh, I took it as a point of pride that I had never seen The Wizard of Oz up until about a month ago. And I have seen it now. And I am better for it. Well, The Wizard of Oz is a classic. <laughs> so is Titanic. Oh, I thought you were shrugging if he was better for it. <laughs> Well, well, I don't I know mean, about that. Yeah, you could shrug about that. You seem pretty it's similar. Like, it's yeah. like, well, are you better for it? What have you really done since what, then? What, what, what's changed, what's, Greg? No, well, I no, Greg. <laughs> take stock. You're on air. What's changed? How are you, Greg Q. Wilson, any better? How have Q you better yourself? Way. <laughs> well, I changed my middle Greg name to have Wilson. a Q right. in it. Yeah. That's what I did. Um, Quinton? Yep. That's my middle name now. Quinton Beck. To Winton? <laughs> to Winton. <laughs> jolly. <laughs> and we're back. Well, I know. Hell damn. Oh, bit. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> bit. Uh, yeah. Great. Classic Bart joke. Classic Bart. Yeah. I also like just going back to the Simpsons now. Yeah, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, their house is fifteen two oh one Maple Systems Road. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very it very very much evokes like Silicon Valley kind of uh idea to me. I don't know about you. It's I have like no tech. idea. I don't know what the what, what, what the what that joke is going for. Is that a joke? I don't get it. Well it's like tech companies and like trying it I mean <laughs> The city itself is a planned community uh-huh. for the employees of Globex Corporation. See, maybe this is... Cogs in a machine is basically what I believe they're going for. Yeah, maybe this is not so... Uh, maybe I don't, I don't get that so much because I my family is from that so, sort of a community. For Ma- one... Maple Systems Road? No. For one, my, my dad worked for the Bruce Power Plant, which is a nuclear plant. Oh, um, in the, on a peninsula, and another, the town that they went to high school in. My mom, my dad, and her whole family went to high school in, um, was a place called uh, Red Rock, which was a planned community for the people who would work at the lumber mill. Wow. Yeah. So your dad is basically Homer Simpson. In a lot of ways, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did your parents meet in high school? Sure did. Why do, do birds, birds suddenly, suddenly appear? Over here, <laughs> over <laughs> there. Um, I just think I think that title is funny, though. I do too. Or that street because it's kind of mixing two very different things, right? This town that's supposed to be picturesque, the oh Maple Creek. Drive, right, yeah. but like Maple Systems Road. Well, it's like any any suburbs, from my understanding, usually try to evoke like the the nature part of that, right? Like they'll have Maple Road yeah. or like that kind of thing. And so, yeah, adding the systems there <laughs> is it. It makes me think of like, yeah, it's like a suburb where it's supposed to be idyllic, but it's also like it's still 
still a system. Yeah. Still, <laughs> I think you're I still just, here to work. Yeah. yeah. I think I just got it. <laughs> um, and I'm glad you bring that up because that leads us into the introduction of, well, Alan, is this your uh, favorite character? Oh, 100%. Stop? 100%. Just like out of any every, character any ever character. on The Simpsons, yeah. Hank Scorpio, number one with a bullet. He's just, he's perfect. I love him so much. There's nothing, nothing he does or says is ever not funny. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And it's just, like I said, because he doesn't come back, they can't ever ruin him, as yeah. it were. Um, uh, we talked about uh, Disco Stew in the Two Bad Neighbors Live episode. Yeah. And how that's such a funny fucking joke that is it's ruined so by funny. bringing the character back so much. So now when I watch it, I just think of that character versus the joke. If you know what I mean, yeah. And so it's hard to put it in the con- in the context of this is the first time. Yeah, because like when Marge says, "Who's Disco Stew?" <laughs> if Disco Stew as a character doesn't exist in your mind at that point, that's so funny. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, "Yeah, who is Disco Stew?" <laughs> and then you, Homer's explanation, and you're like, "Oh, okay, that's great." And then he shows up, and you're like, "Ah, that's that's clever. That's a great joke." And then he just keeps showing up, and you're like, "All right, yeah. <laughs> get out of here, Disco Stew." Yeah, he has no grounding in reality. Just goes stupid. Yeah. But got him. The <laughs> got him. <laughs> Hashtag wrecked. <laughs> I'm gonna wreck it. <laughs> Terrible. Ralph. <laughs> oh, you don't like you don't like Ralph? <laughs> no. The jokes. What about Vanellope? <laughs> Von Schweetz. <laughs> Do you like the Wreck It Ralph films? Um, I've seen the first one. Did you not see Ralph Breaks the Internet? I have not. I mean, Wreck It Ralph is better. Oh. It's a better it one. Was, it was yeah. good. Yeah. I remember enjoying it. Yeah. I was uh I was almost gonna say, like, um I was like, Oh, wouldn't you take your 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 brother and sister to go see a movie like that? And I'm like, they're teenagers oh. now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's out of their demo. They do not want to <laughs> spend time with me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to hang out with you, older sister. Yeah, me. I am not cool. Aww. We're gonna go see the new Tarantino flick yeah. instead. Really? I don't know. Really? Did they go I'm see sure it? he has. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure my brother has. Once yeah. upon a time. It's a good movie. Yeah. It's a good movie. Emma's bro. It's a it's a good movie. <laughs> Not gonna say his name. <laughs> don't wanna dox him? Yep. Don't wanna do that. <laughs> uh I still haven't seen it. Oh really? Yeah. I think you'll like it. I mean probably. Oh my god. I have a very love hate relationship with Tarantino. I think we all do. I think we, we all can do. all just get get past it and I say just, that he makes fun movies. I that's just don't better. know if I can get past the hateful aid. Oh yeah. I just see, I, and for me, it's it's that. Except it's just the last like ten minutes of the hateful eight. I just I actually that really movie so thoroughly. I love the first two thirds when it's like a mystery, and you're like, I, like I actually love that, and like the the his classic chapter format or whatever yep. like, worked well for me. Where Samuel Jackson's kind of the detective, like trying to solve everything, and then we go back and see what happened. I loved everything up to that. And then all of a sudden, they're just like, ah, bang, bang, ah, shot me in the dick. And I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> here we go again. Again so, with the dick shots. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just, uh, it's too much. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, I mean, there's always Inglorious Bastards. Great movie. I love that movie. There you go. His there we go. We can like, all agree uh, on that. No question. Arrivederci. <laughs> Gorlami. <laughs> Grazie. <laughs> uh, overlooked performance, I think. Mr. Pitt? Yeah. 
I think Do you like the fan theory that he's the same character in Once Upon a Time? Fuck no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I fucking hate all fan theories. <laughs> That's uh like I mean, enjoy it. That's fine. It's not true. What about the fan theory that Homer is Hank Scorpio? Oh, <laughs> now I'm interested. No, let's sink no. our teeth into like that. A, one. It's like a Tyler Durden situation. <laughs> yeah. It's right. like his psyche right. splitting in two. You're not your job. <laughs> I'd be. Uh, I mean, I'd be into it. So, uh, no, no, you wouldn't. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, if it was canon, they, of course not. Yeah, if it was like, if it was as in, a fan, th- but that's why. See, that's why. That's why we, you and I differ. I like fan theories because I know they're not true. Right. So I think they're just fun to talk about. Right. If like anyone ever came out and said, "Yes, you know, Aladdin does take place in the future," I'd be like, "Fuck you!" Like, just don't do that. I think they're boring. That's all. Sure. I just, I just find them boring. Fan theories in general. Um, that's the lost thing. I got really into fan theories with Lost. Well, that was the kind of show where it, it, you needed to have those. <laughs> yeah, or else the show is nothing. So, yeah. <laughs> um, Hank Scorpio <laughs> heard of him. Asks Homer if he had ever seen a guy say goodbye to a shoe. We're <laughs> <laughs> gonna get into this again. Yes, we are. All right. Oh my gosh. And Homer says, yes, once. once. <laughs> well, let's ask Emma. I don't yeah, think she's yeah. heard our let's, conversation let's do it. Let's on do this it. before. Let's do it. No. What, what do you think he's, Homer's saying with yes, once? I don't know. So it's like, have you ever seen a guy say goodbye to a shoe? Yes, once. Who is he mentioned? Who, 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 who do you think he's talking about? I have no idea. You have you have a very strong theory. I feel like. Well, no, it's just a it's a it's, it's a, a fan theory. It's just an opinion. It's just it's just an opinion that's based this on. This is text. Greg's fan theory corner. Yeah, I think he's Greg's fan theory corner. <laughs> Don't I have a segment called Greg's conspiracy corner? Yeah, you got. Several, I take there's back, at least four corners. Greg. I take back everything I said about fan. We are theories. sitting in a square. Yeah, we are in a square. There's so many corners. There's four. Okay, so. Yes, once. I think refers to that immediate preceding moment. Oh my gosh. Where <laughs> Hag Scorpio says, Get out of here, you. Right. Ever say, see a guy say goodbye to a pair of shoes? Yes, once. Just then. <laughs> That's very funny. I just think I just think it's a very funny response yeah. to that. Yeah. So my theory, yeah. my fan theory, uh, is that he Homer's just so overwhelmed by this guy <laughs> who's just like rattling off all this stuff that he's trying to keep up. And him saying yes once is just kind of it's that thing that a lot of people do when they're like they're like, Don't you agree? And they're just like, Yeah, totally. And even though they don't actually know what you're saying, and then you're like, Well, explain. You're like, I actually don't know what I was just trying to I'm just trying to be polite. Or like when people laugh at jokes and then you're like, Oh, why'd you think that was funny? It's like, ah, everyone else was laughing. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't I don't actually get it. And so, like, my theory is that he's just—he's just like, yes, once, yes, let's, let's, uh, let's continue. Let's not, let's not dive too deep into this. I honestly just don't think it needs any context. It's a hilarious I mean, I response. <laughs> <laughs> but here at this podcast, we 
very much have want to, to fill time. <laughs> want to dive deep into this context. <laughs> yeah. We've just well, had this conversation before on a previous sure. episode. Yeah. And so sure. we figured we might as well but rehash then it. Moccasin less Hank Scorpio then joins the fun run. the fun run. You, He's in the middle of a fun run. You pointed out that still in first place he was still in the yeah. lead yeah. That's, that's he stopped at the house in the middle of with the fun a fruit run, basket with a fruit basket clearly in like leagues ahead of everybody else because he stays there for a good five minutes yeah. and he's like anyway i gotta go the the crowd's catching up so i gotta you know maintain my my lead he fan also theory, is running in moccasins yeah, that's right. <laughs> fan theory all those people were just waiting for him because he's the boss i'm i mean he doesn't really like to call it work and he doesn't like that word <laughs> Fan theory, they are all very close together. <laughs> fan theory. <laughs> I'm going to preface everything I say for the rest of this podcast as With fan, fan theory. theory. I mean, it's going to be a recurring bit for me now. <laughs> oh, Christ. Good work, Greg. <laughs> don't reveal what you don't like to me. <laughs> you should know this by now. <laughs> uh, oh, g- new bits are good bits. Heaven forbid we do the barley you committed a classic blunder. <laughs> First one, <laughs> never, never engage in a land, land war, war in, in Asia, Asia. <laughs> especially in wintertime, and never go in with a Sicilian no. when death, death is, is on, on the line. line. What a great film. Yeah. Ponyo. <laughs> Ponyo? <laughs> what a weird choice. Can I explain? <laughs> Please don't. I think you have to. No, please don't. It's so much funnier without context. (laughs) What's your fan theory on why Greg said Ponyo? Fan theory. Fan theory. (laughs) And this fan theory corner. (laughs) Um, My fan theory Mm -hmm. as to why Greg says Ponyo is that um, he wishes to live under the sea. It's not going to happen. <laughs> you, you not with keep, that attitude. You keep saying that, but I say one day. <laughs> I'll be like the mariner in He Waterworld. just wants to watch the Princess Bride in the ocean. <laughs> Haven't you ever wanted to do that? Watch the Princess Bride under the sea? I mean, now I do. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds great. There you go. Ponyo. Ponyo. <laughs> the perfect plot synopsis of Ponyo. You know? On Two Bad Neighbors. One of those weird Miyazaki movies. Yeah, one of them. They're all weird. They're all pretty weird. <laughs> but most of them are perfect. So. Yes. Oh. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not disagreeing. I just haven't seen a lot of them. Have you so. seen Princess Mononoke? That's, that's, I think that one's too long. Get. I think you're too long. I agree with Emma. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> have I just been kicked off my own podcast? It's over. <laughs> we don't have a prayer. I just remember I remember seeing Mononoke. It was the first Miyazaki I ever saw mm-hmm. when I was very young, when it like had its English release. Yeah. Like 99, I want to say. And I remember just being yeah, so actually, into yeah. it. Like, just so into it. So immediately. Like, the boar... And like the yeah. weird demon worms and like all that stuff. And then I fell asleep. <laughs> mm. And then I watched it again. Actually, like within the last two years, they had a screening of it um, at the Globe. And I went to see it. And I was so excited. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm going to watch it in its entirety. And it's going to be great. And it just, it went too long. That's just honestly how I feel. I feel like 
there's so much good stuff, especially in the beginning. It hooks me so quickly, and then it just kind of drags a bit. And uh, a lot of the Miyazaki films I've seen, I felt that way about, to be perfectly honest. I just feel like they, they have such good visuals and ideas, and like I just I feel they're a little too long. That's how I feel about a lot of movies. So, <laughs> The first time I, I saw Mononoke, I was maybe 10. Yeah, My sister was maybe <laughs> 7. And my dad was like, he was... <laughs> just bringing over a movie he's like i think the kids will love this it's about a princess <laughs> and then like cut to arms getting shot off mm-hmm. a dude and ever and my mom going no <laughs> and the movie being shut off and me and my sister uh-huh. sent to bed yeah that's fair <laughs> i apologize for the volume that's fine <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm here for um yeah that that was the that was the first time i ever saw blood Mm. In a animation, in an animation. Yep. Yeah. Same. I think. Yeah. Um. I watched that movie uh in a double feature with a friend of mine. Uh. And I saw a lot of blood in animation <laughs> that day because it was Mononoke and Akira. That's, that was the one I was gonna guess. <laughs> yep. Yep. So it's like if that if that arm scene or that head scene where he shoots the guy's head off yeah. with an arrow is too much yeah. for you, then uh, cool. oh boy. <laughs> Akira is a heroin nightmare fantasy <laughs> through a post-apocalyptic universe that we have made ourselves. And oh it's great. God. They have transformer bikes. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Which they uh, use to great effect in the film Hobbs and Shaw. All right. <laughs> Check out our Patreon for my full thoughts on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <sighs> At least I didn't plug Venom. Okay. Um, it's a thing. Is it? <laughs> it's a thing that I do. Okay. Right. So in the uh, second act, which is just filled to the brim with Scorpio, yeah. we see um, Homer getting essentially the, the grand tour of the Globex factory or plant or whatever. Um, and this is where a lot of really, really great animation choices start coming mm-hmm. in. Specifically, like, I mean, I didn't even give you my coat and the way that it comes back onto him. And of <laughs> backwards. course... Backwards. Yeah. Oh, still yeah. one of my favorite visual gags in the, in the series. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> and of course, the uh, walking without moving and then moving without walking. Yeah. That's right. Where, where they're, they're just... on treadmills. Yeah, they're just talking to each other. And it's a fun way to use animation to, you know, move things along and just be funny without actually having to say a joke. You can like layer you layer it into the animation. And the same thing happens when Bart falls through the floor in the first act. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's like even if we could pay it off. I love how like, yeah, nonchalantly yeah. she shoves him back into, into the roof. Room. Yeah. It feels like it was a punch in. It was a what? It was a punch in, like later on, and like after they had done the the recording. They what were, word are you saying? Punch in. Oh, I was hearing punch in, like luncheon. Let me just close of it a lot more <laughs> so it picks up. No, on it's the mic. it's because I misunderstood the spelling of what you were saying. Punch in. <laughs> Thomas Thomas Pynchon. Yeah, come and uh, get a picture with a reclusive author. Oh boy, <laughs> that's a later episode. Sure is. <sighs> great movie though which one inherent vice the only one <laughs> um you gotta watch it again i know you'll like it i might <laughs> have I'm, you seen it listen I i'm watching oh, i'm watching twin peaks the return right now so okay. i got a lot on my place <laughs> yeah 
That's fair. He can only handle so much, Alan. <laughs> so much esoteric garbage. Yeah, that's exactly right. No, I know. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. If I start watching Inherent Vice, I'm going to puke. <laughs> Because I won't be able to. Inherent Vice is funny. I won't be able to open up my mind mm. enough. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it right now <laughs> because I want to be part of the conversation. Sure, have a Pepsi. There you so, go. Uh, <laughs> terrible. This podcast is brought to you by Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> Next time. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say though, <laughs> the the coat gag. Yeah, I just want to talk about. This Let's for a do second. it. It's one of my favorite things ever uh, because <laughs> it just, it reminds me of, because, okay, so the Hank Scorby we've seen so far is like really cool. Yeah. You know, like he's a cool guy. He's like, he's just happy and he's just like a night like a nice dude and just like, like laughing. And even if Homer doesn't get the joke, you know, and then he does this code gag and it just makes me think he's actually kind of lame. <laughs> Because he frantically puts the coat back on backwards, and then the the shot of him, <laughs> like his smile broadens in that instant, yep. where he's just like, ah, <laughs> got ya, and it's so funny. And Homer, Homer's like, like look down at his hands, and it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good, such good animation. I just love it. I just wanted to. I just want to so, talk about it more. So that one, that one's your, that one's your favorite animation image. I think so. In this episode, I, yeah, I think so. Yeah, and probably like it's probably in, in most, your top, probably in, your, in the series. Yeah. yeah, in your top ten of the series. In with uh, backwards code. One of mine comes in this one, and it's not a, it's not a static image because like there's so much, there's so much, ama- like there's so many amazing things you could say about that. Just one static image, his overblown smile, <laughs> um, the the sh- the the code on backwards. And it is a static image, and it's just like, bam, mm-hmm. it's right there. Arms on um, the hips. One of my favorite animation bits in in this episode is, um, sorry, it's not in packages. <laughs> <laughs> when he gives Homer the sugar, and you pointed out this episode <laughs> that you could hear his change rattling around <laughs> in, in his, his pocket. pocket. <laughs> That's what does it for me. That's like, <laughs> it'd be one thing if he just reached in and pulled out sugar, you'd be like, oh, it's weird. But the fact that he rustles around for <laughs> yeah. a bit... You can hear his change, so he's like making sure he doesn't get any change in there. <laughs> it's so good. And he has so much. Oh, he has, he has tons. so much sugar. <laughs> he's ready. It's so funny. No one ever wants sugar. It's almost like he is a close-up magician, mm. isn't it? Where yes. do you think the cream is? <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Family show. <Emma. laughs> You want cream? Uh, uh, no. no. Because <laughs> he probably did want cream. <laughs> but when he saw where the sugar came yeah. from, he's like, I'm good. He went to great lengths to get sugar. Yeah. He sure did. He walked yeah. the whole complex, I presume. Yeah. And then, yeah, I just I do love that friendly guard, too. Try in there, Homer. Yeah. <laughs> just got a gun. Yeah. And it's unlocked. Mm-hmm. It's got vending machines, but it's there. got like several like get smart esque yeah. doors too. It's great. And the, my favorite part about that bit is that it's completely unlocked. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so great. It's so great. 
Um, the the bit too with Marge whenever she drinks her wine, it goes. Bum, dun, dun, bum, dun. Dun. <laughs> it's so funny. And then the payoff to that bit is I've been drinking a glass, glass of, of wine, wine every day. day. <laughs> I know they say you th- you should doctors drink- say you should drink a glass and a half or a, a glass, a and, glass a half. and a half. <laughs> I just can't drink that much. I just can't drink that much. It's very Marge. Yeah, I just can't drink that. Much. <laughs> uh, that yeah, that's always been really great. Uh, can we talk a little bit about the remedial class? Mm-hmm. Thoughts? The leg up program. Oh, yeah. the leg up program. Uh, the well, grammar I... teacher mm-hmm. in the uh, the first thing, because I, I know we like to mention things that we say that in in do it to it. Yeah, yeah. I say that in my regular life. Pretty much constantly. I as, think like ninety yeah. percent of the time after we watch an episode, and we're going to record, you say, "All right, let's do it to it." Hey, yep. So <laughs> confirmed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't notice things that you say or do until, until it's they all are. laid out in front of you like that. I was gonna put a, a little rhyme scheme to Sorry. it, but that's that's all good. I did a community reference instead. <laughs> Sorry, you. Um, no, you heard, it's I was, okay. I cut you off. No, it's fine. It's just um, we're going to work on A. Everyone pull out a safe pencil and a circle of paper. (laughs) So we're going to continue our work on the letter A. (laughs) So like presumably they've been working on A for a while now. And yeah, circle of paper is great. Also because like like, easier to notice when you've seen the episode a bunch, but like they already have circles of paper (laughs) before she even mentions them. And at first you're like, what's going on there? Yeah. A circle a of circle paper. paper. How is that more less I, dangerous than in square? <laughs> Don't have corners. Are there is that less it? paper cuts with a circle of paper? I thought there might be more. Yeah, yeah. Right, it seems right? like there would be. Agreed. Because it's like it's like a it's like a blade. Yeah. You just throw it at someone. Well, you can just keep rotating. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think I know. Oh no. <laughs> Are we all idiots? No, I think I know why it's a circle of paper. It's because there's no up or down. Right. So they can't draw upside down. Yeah. You can't draw you can't you can't do it wrong. <laughs> well, I but also Bart's biggest qualm with being in the remedial class is that he can't be bad. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. That's very true. Um so in the remedial class, they play musical chairs with more chairs than <laughs> than children. Than children, yay! Everyone's a winner. Yay! Um, they work on the letter A with a circle of paper, uh, and Warren smacks Bart. <laughs> like, uh, hmm. there's Gordy. Taught... Gordy's from Canada. Yeah, and they think he's slow. Yeah, yeah. we the... both taught children before. Yes, and I've had children in my classes who just just hit each other just for no reason and um and it's it's usually it usually starts out slow mm-hmm. like that just being like and yeah. then it's and just then it's someone's a, crying yeah then someone's crying and it's like oh Warren, <laughs> you are awful yeah, this kid this kid just came out he just went for it guns blazing yeah if you Oh boy! Um, there's the girl who falls off the jungle gym, and she woke up in there. <laughs> and this kid starts fires. That's right, and they're all Nancy Cartwright. That's right. Yeah, are the, they? Yeah, that's basically a riff on her Ralph voice. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Bart. But I always, it's always fun when 
when they just get a one of the one of the vo- voice performers to just sit in in a vocal state booth and just be like do different ones mm-hmm. just, just whatever go. yeah just go it's like they're 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 silly children like think ralph and then and then pinch it a little bit and that's what she does and yep. she does it really well yes um this, those this those segment, scenes are hard this segment always reminds me of the kindergarten segment from a previous episode where Bart goes to kindergarten. And he's like, yabba dabba do. Yeah. I like talking to you. <laughs> Triangle. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. It, it, and I always kind of conflate the two, and I forget which one has the Flintstone phone, for example. Yeah. But yeah, so anyway, I just want to bring that up. No, I did too. I, yeah. I do every single one. It's a I'm similar like, kind of concept, yeah. right? Where Bart's in the, Bart's quote unquote the smart one in a, in a group of people because yeah. they're all either much younger or start fires. Yeah. <laughs> So, can we talk a little bit about Albert Brooks in general oh. and his legacy of the series? What? I just—he's just so great. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought you were angry. You're no, like, no, uh, was, we gotta uh, do this. You know, it was just—it was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, he's—he's yeah. he's so so funny. Because this is, if I'm not mistaken, the last performance that he gives in our mandated run. I believe so. He's not in season nine, and he's not in season ten. So. I mean, he, he does a solid five episodes, I want to say. In our run? Yeah. Yeah. Because you got Cowboy Bob. Got Cowboy Bob. Yeah. You got uh, Brad Sherman. You got Jacques. That's all. That's all. That's seasons one, two. I think four is yeah. Brad Sherman. Brad Sherman, yeah. Uh, and you got Hank Scorpio. Is there a fifth one I'm forgetting? Oh, God. Is there? Maybe not. Maybe there's only the four. Yeah. Brad Sherman like, and Brad Hank Scorpio. Brad Sherman and Hank Scorpio are so memorable. Yeah. And I mean, like. Jacques is too. Jacques is partly because of him, <laughs> but partly just because it's it's. I think that's an iconic episode from yeah. early in its run. Yeah, at least for me. Um, it was one of the first times I think they really had a solid like new character voiced by a guest and an actual Marge episode. Yeah, yeah I right. I was gonna say the yeah. same thing. One that really centered around Marge and that's what true. She yeah. needed. Yeah, <laughs> which is uh, pick up Homer, pick him up. Now throw. <laughs> throw, throw, damn you. <laughs> <laughs> and he's all, like every single time I kind of get why they all they use him sparingly mm-hmm. because they're like their vocal recording sessions must go so over long. And you only have a certain it's a television show. So they had two hours uh, of Hank Scorpio. Of course they do. They had two hours. Yep. Oh my god. <laughs> like obviously like a lot of just like the oh, same yes, takes over course. and over, but yeah. Of course. It's but like it's insane. That's insane. <laughs> and they also said they when they wrote the episode because they knew they wanted Albert Brooks to do it, they didn't write a lot of Hank Scorpio lines. Because they're like, ah, Albert will do something good yeah. here. <laughs> He'll know what to He'll do. He'll figure it out. Yeah. Do you know his real name? Yep. No. Albert Einstein. Is it really? <laughs> Albert Lawrence. Einstein. Yeah. So he changed it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His brother's Bob Einstein, who recently passed away. Aww. He played uh, uh, Marty Funkhauser in Curb Your Enthusiasm, if you're familiar with that. Uh, he's also the surrogate in Arrested Development. Oh. He's a very funny comedian. Oh. He's got a very distinct voice. He was Super Dave Osborne. That was like, a lot of people knew him as that. But so. Anyway. Um. Well, I just wanted my to condolences <laughs> to the whole Einstein family. Yes, to the Einsteins. I I wanted to look up the jokester 
who uh, who gave his son the name <laughs> Albert Einstein. <laughs> the jokester. Uh-huh. <laughs> name is Harry Einstein. That's his father. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, he was known professionally as Harry Park. Okay. So even he changed his name. He was an American comedian, writer, and character actor. Uh, specialist in Greek dialect comedy. So... Weird. Uh, yeah. That's uh, very specific. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's very um, in the family, I suppose. Um, and Albert Brooks is one of, if not the first celebrity guest that they ever had on the show. Hmm. And he, in every single episode of The Simpsons that he appears in, including the movie, I believe, mm-hmm. he appears as A. Brooks. Right. Never right? Albert yes. Brooks. Yeah. Um, I and, did notice that. And this kind of starts that whole, uh, it didn't last very long, but that whole run of uh, celebrities using pseudonyms to be on The Simpsons because it was considered to be lesser than, <laughs> right? So if you're going to have Dustin Hoffman on, he's going to be somebody else. He's going to- Sam Etic. Sam Etic, yeah. Sam Etic. Super funny. <laughs> and if you're going to have Michael Jackson on there, he's going to be somebody else. J- was it John J. Jones or some shit? Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. something really generic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it didn't last very long after that, but it, it's all the way up to season three that that that- people are still doing this Mm -hmm. on the show and he kind of starts that and the reason he shows up on the show in the first place is because he knows james l brooks um no relation (laughs) (laughs) because he he was directed him in a a fair amount of films he directed him in broadcast to to begin with um terms of endearment right and then followed up with with broadcast news and then the simpsons is shortly after that right so they had just worked together i believe he got an academy award nomination for supporting actor on broadcast news that sounds right so it's like yeah if jim if uh jim brooks calls you you're gonna be like yep sure i'll I'll work on your silly little cartoon (laughs) Mm mm-hmm for a for a I'll day and riff for a bit yeah. on the recording studio. Yeah, why not? What's Probably the character? Yeah. What's the character's name? Cowboy Bob. That's fun. Okay. Okay. Sure. Right. <laughs> oh, he runs an RV lot. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Um, I'll uh, sure I'll riff, and it becomes the best part of the episode. The yeah. only part only. of the episode that's watchable, <laughs> and the rabbit. Right. And let's the not rabbit. forget the rabbit. That's, let's not forget. <laughs> it's funny. It's still funny. It's still very funny. <laughs> Okay, that did work. (laughs) (laughs) Everything else about that episode just makes me angry. (laughs) It's trash. Um, Listen to our bonus episode. (laughs) Is that a bonus episode? It was our three-year, it was our lost episode. Oh, it was one of the lost ones. Right, right, right. Right. Our three-year anniversary, we recovered them. That's right. Recovered them? Covered them again. Well, we recovered them (laughs) and recovered them. Yes. In a way. Yeah. Nice save. Thank you. (laughs) Like a goalie. (laughs) Love. <laughs> Who's excited for hockey coming back? Yeah, um, sure. Uh, <laughs> as, Hope the flames are good. Yeah, as my uh, as our mutual friend Andrew Merrigan said, I'm ready to be hurt again. <laughs> See, that's why I just enjoy it. I don't, I don't have expectations, and then I can just have fun. It's fun to have expectations. I'd like to go to a game. At some That'd point. be fun. Yeah, I'll work if on you it. You want to do friendship? Yeah, I always want to go to games. Sure. Right. But not do friendship. (laughs) (laughs) You caught me. (laughs) Um, In fact, I'd prefer if we sat in different, in like opposite ends of the arena. I'll be on PL7. You'll be on PL14. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. (laughs) 
So, Mr. Brooks. Hi. Has. Oh. <laughs> okay. Popeye, Popeye. Um. <laughs> uh, Get it? Popeye Popeye. Ah, forget it. <laughs> so he's uh, had a really interesting career um, as both a comedy actor, uh, writer, director, uh, author. He's written a novel. Voice actor. Voice actor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it, as far as Nemo. Pop- yeah, as far yeah. as popular Think culture goes. you can do goes, these things, but you just can't, Nemo. It's my Brooks. That's... Good. <laughs> Thanks. It's okay. Let's, let's let him have it. Emma. <laughs> um, I need this. <laughs> I'm so I tired. have so little. <laughs> it's just interesting to me that he has this uh, incredible body of work. Um, writing. Incredible body, too. <laughs> writing, well, stand up, well. appearing in live action, actually on film. Um, and... The thing that he is probably going to be most noted for as far as the popular uh, zeitgeist goes is his voice work. Marlon. On well, yeah, Finding specifically Nemo. Marlin, specifically yeah. Marlon. Yes. And Finding Dory. Let's not forget Finding Dory. Yes. Let's, Can I, we? I forget Finding well. Dory all the time. It's not bad. <laughs> Just like Dory. She forgets all the time. That's right. Yeah. Well, she's a scamp. Unless it's P. Sherman, Wallaby Way, Sydney. Oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm Alan. <laughs> yeah, I'm Alan. That's my Alan impression. <laughs> hey, I'm Alan. Uh, um, Let's dance. Is is that your Alan impression? <laughs> Maybe we should just stop doing impressions altogether. <laughs> I was gonna say the same thing. Well done. Yeah. Ugh, I hate fun. That's my Emma impression. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was really very good. <laughs> oh, what's her name from the from the Saturday Night Live? Kristen Week. No, the other one. Kate the, McKinnon. That's the one. That's <laughs> two guesses. Yeah. There's been so many women on Saturday Night <laughs> <Yeah>. Live. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh it sounds like you doing your Oh yeah, I'm doing an impression of, of Kate, Kate McKinnon, McKinnon doing, doing Ellen. Yep. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. I don't know how to do impressions. I, I just can't believe I, other people do them. I can't believe I blanked on Kate McKinnon. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> My Zoe Deschanel impression is someone on SNL doing Zoe Deschanel. Go ahead. Is it uh I'm Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> I'm a quirky girl. Yeah. <laughs> That was a uh, oh I can't remember her name now, but she's on Master of None. Oh, um, Rachel. Her, no, that's the character's name. Her her name is Noel something. Yeah, Noel Wells. Yeah, there it is. I think that's that's the one that did the Zoe Deschanel. That makes sense. Anyway, <laughs> makes yeah. sense. Uh, so guys, mm-hmm. if there's nothing left, <laughs> I would love to talk about your favorite jokes. Well, we should. We have one more important thing to talk about. Well. Then don't let me get to the end of the sentence. God damn, what are we talking oh, about? Sorry. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going. Just go. Uh, Trouble in paradise. I mean, <laughs> well, that's the story of our lives. <laughs> yeah. uh, the final act yes. really leans into the clear James Bond parody. Sure does. Um, and like, I was going to say this for a reference desk, but like, there's too many. There's, yeah. It's all James Bond. Yeah. Um, the funny thing, though, is that they call him Mr. Bont yep. because they were worried about getting sued, <laughs> but they've used James Bond before. Mm. It wasn't a deleted scene, it so was. I don't know if that's the reason, but I like, think it was. they got to the point of animating it and everything, so I don't know. Thoughts? I think it's I think it's just a, I think it was a, um, a, a <laughs> I think it's a safe choice to do it, 
And B, I think it's funnier if it's Mr. Bont, Bont because it's it just, funny. it's so obviously this is James Bond. Yeah. Right. Um, but also then when they murder him. So good. <laughs> it doesn't break him. the Bond canon. Exactly. <laughs> so this could take place in the Bond world. Yeah. Best of all worlds. <laughs> that could have been 006. That's sure. Before well, Trevelyan took over. All right. There's been another... How many double O's have we seen? We've seen 009, we've seen 006, we've seen 007. I don't know if 008 showed up, so we could be 008. Great. Um, Glad we went on this journey with you. Yes. <laughs> Rad. Great. <laughs> you like, like Bond movies, I right? I do like the Bond yeah. movies, yeah. Like the good ones or the, all <laughs> well, of them? Well, I've seen them all. Oh, okay. I've seen every single one. That's amazing. Yes. That's so impressive. Mm-hmm. How many have you seen? Hmm. <laughs> Let's see here. From Russia with Love, Goldfinger, mm-hmm. Thunderball, okay, and then it gets spotty. <laughs> um, Marianne's hammocks. Yeah, and then um, <laughs> Marianne gets in the hammock. <laughs> oh, uh, Live and Let Die. I've seen that one. Mm. Um, I've seen Octopussy. No, no, I haven't. For your eyes only. That's the mm. one I saw. And uh, A View to a Kill, obviously. You have to see that one. And then I've seen Living Daylights and License to Kill. <laughs> and then everything from there. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I've missed a lot of Roger Moore because I... Mm-hmm. Oh, no! I've also seen Man with the Golden Gun. What about Moonraker? Nope. Really? Never saw Moonraker. Really? Or so they say. <laughs> <laughs> I know Bond real well. Yeah. <laughs> you only live twice. <laughs> From Russia with love, or so they say. <laughs> I've seen very little Bond. Yeah. I've seen Dr. No. Uh-huh. I've seen Big Gap. Yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow Never Dies. Oh, wow. <laughs> you haven't seen Goldeneye? Oh you haven't God. seen Goldeneye. Wow. You've seen Tomorrow Never crazy. Dies. You've never seen Goldeneye. <laughs> I saw, okay, so what happened was I didn't know who Bond was. I didn't care. Sure. And Goldeneye came out. Everyone loved it and was like, oh, we got a, got a Bond. And I was like, okay, but I didn't see that one because I didn't really care. But then, like, when the next one came out, everyone was so excited that I'm like, all right, I'll go see this Bond movie with you. Did you play the video game, though? The N64 did, yeah. game? And that's actually a, a and big And it never reason. put you into, like, the, oh, maybe I should watch this movie. No, because I feel like I got the movie just by playing the game. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime anyone brings anything up about Goldeneye, I'm like, yep, that's something I remember from the video game. So Nobody I'm... better play Odd Job in the movie. <laughs> For a long time, I thought Oddjob and Jaws were in Goldeneye. Of course you did, because you just played the game. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then so I watched Tomorrow Never Dies, Dies, World is Not Enough. Didn't like them. <laughs> and so, well, they're not good. Yeah, and so Die I, Another Day came out, I and I didn't like watch it. Tomorrow Never Dies. Is that just the one with uh, Michelle Yeoh? Oh, she's, uh, okay. she's really she's great. She's just such World's Not Enough ass. is the one with uh, Denise Richards? Yep. As yeah. uh, Christmas Jones? Christmas but that Jones. one also has Sophie Marceau, and she's very good. Hmm. She's very good in that movie. And the villain has a bullet in his brain. Yeah, Renaud. Slowly moving oh. to kill him. Yeah, and he can't so feel any pain. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Yeah. There's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of Pierce Brosnan acting a oh, lot yes. in that a lot movie. of really weird running. I love Pierce Brosnan though, and I'm, but he like he sometimes he goes a little. Sometimes he takes a long dip in the river of hell. <laughs> <laughs> I also I think those movies are the first time I kind of got into the idea of like 
characters saying the title of the movie <laughs> and it being like groany. <laughs> so bad in World is Not Enough. Well, both of them I thought. It's like, yeah, it's like tomorrow never dies. And like they say it kind of winky and I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> the world is not enough, Christmas Jones or something. And I'm like, uh, yeah, that's the title. I believe he says it to the villain yeah, in that sense. one. And he does the exact same thing in the uh, next one where another he's day. like, uh, so you live to die another day. And it's just... And the movie stops and Pierce Brosnan stands up and everyone's applauding because he said it and he just takes several bows. Faces the camera, winks. Yeah. And, uh, and then he sits back down like uh, no one has ever been James Bond before. My favorite in uh, the Daniel Craig ones is when he's playing the the like Baccarat game or whatever he's playing. Sure. Is it Baccarat or is it it's poker? definitely Texas Hold'em poker and uh, Daniel Craig. Films. Baccarat's in Dr. No. <laughs> and it's in uh, GoldenEye, but okay. you wouldn't know well, that. Well, I wouldn't know that. It wasn't in the video game, so. <laughs> it wasn't seems in like the video a, game. Seems like a perfect thing to put in the video game. It's a game. <laughs> Didn't happen in the movie. I want to play Baccarat on 64. <laughs> um, but he's playing Texas Hold'em. Yeah. And then he flips over his cards and he goes, Casino Royale. And then confetti rides. <laughs> Fire. Mads Mikkelsen goes, no. Great movie. <laughs> Have you not seen Casino Royale? Oh, of course I've seen it. Okay, oh, thank God. God. That'd so be a funny good. bit. <laughs> thank God. I did find that very funny. That was great. <laughs> Casino Royale. <laughs> As if that's a poker. Hand. I mean, I mean, if it had been Baccarat, I feel like none of us would know it well <laughs> enough true. to be able to like debate you on Casino Royale that's being a, real a winning. Baccarat thing? Yeah. yeah. Well, the best part about Casino Royale is they get out of it by saying that it like it's a place. It's genuinely a place. Like right. the the title. The, the... Well, I feel like that's that's most of the Craig films. the The titles are so. Not generic, but just like, well, except Quantum of Solace. Except for Quantum of Solace. <laughs> Do they say that in the movie? No. Okay. They say Quantum a lot. Sure. It's, well, the, it's the organization. The realm. It's the organization that was supposed to be Spectre before they got the rights to Spectre back from, oh, I've also seen Never Say Never Again. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the 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 Connery? That's the Connery one that went up against back. Octopussy yeah. and it lost. Yeah, well. It's, it's fine. It's good. Edward Fox is fun. I don't know who that is. He's M. He plays oh. M. <laughs> I mean, like, oh, I don't know who that actor is. You come along, Bond. <laughs> He's great. You haven't seen for Her Majesty's Secret Service? On Her Majesty's Secret um, I've seen the I've seen the first 20 minutes of that movie like three or four times. Mm, he gets I don't, married in it. I know, and then she just... And then they spoilers. shoot her in the head. Yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. They don't deal with it very well. like 40, <laughs> 40 years, years old. old. Yeah. Well, some of us haven't seen it yet. <laughs> and then like Skyfall, of course, is the name of the ranch. Plus Adele like, says it a bunch. Early on. She does. She, she asks, won't stop saying. <laughs> if you will let it fall, <laughs> let it crumble. Who's Adele? She is a very <laughs> I talented I don't know vocalist. why I said that. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, Spectre is sad. That's the organization. It's the organization that Quantum was Blofeld. I don't really remember that movie very well. It's bad. It's, it's bad. Mm. Spectre sucks. It's them trying to do what movies try to do these days where they like try to trick you with their villains. And it's so stupid. Right. Like Star Trek Into Darkness. It's the exact same thing as yeah. Star Trek Into Darkness. It's like, ah, th- you're playing Khan, right? And he's like, oh, no, I'm playing John Harrison. That's that's the villain in this one, everybody. We're pretty sure you're Khan. No, nope, <laughs> definitely not Khan. 
So don't think I'm con. All right, let's see the movie. Oh, he's con. <laughs> Got ya. No, you didn't. <laughs> we I all think, knew. I think I saw that movie with James Spector. Mm-hmm. And they James had- Spector. <laughs> James Spector. Is he Phil Spector's brother? Yeah. <laughs> and the trailer for Was It The Force Awakens? When Spector came? No, because wasn't Spector oh, was Spectre twenty fifteen? Yes. <laughs> so it might have been Force Awakens because it's the same year. Yeah. Yeah, the trailer for Force Awakens was before the movie and I clapped after <laughs> it. <laughs> Hard not to I clapped. <laughs> and Hard James. not to. Things were good in 2015. Yeah, we James thought says they that were. That was his favorite part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you clapping? Me clapping yeah. to, to the Force, the Force Awakens, Awakens yeah. trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things yeah. are still good. I love Star Wars. Yeah. I, shit. I mean, everything's fun. I mean, I kind of hope it's a time travel movie. It's gonna be a time travel movie. You think it will be? It's gonna yeah, be it's travel. gonna be fun. You think Rise of Skywalker? Rise of Skywalker is gonna travel. be a time travel movie. <laughs> They're gonna use the Death Star core. Yep. <laughs> Time travel is fun. Disney is hey, all in I on know. time travel. They're like, hey, it worked for Endgame. <laughs> and it's did it a time travel it's, movie. Because they're doing that, it's literally going to be Patton Oswalt's bit from yeah, Parks and Rec. Totally. And oh it's God. going to cross into the Marvel Universe. Oh Can you imagine if they just made verbatim <laughs> Patton Oswalt's... <laughs> What would happen? The Mandalorian <laughs> like, armored arm. Because I feel like so many people would be like, out of the maw. Hold on. <laughs> this is what. And then other people will just be like, "What is happening?" Yeah. <laughs> like so confused by it. But I think it actually, I think it would play. <laughs> would I, like it. Yeah, I think it would definitely play. All oh, you got to do is uh, replace Thanos with like Adam Warlock or some sure, shit. Yeah. And then just do like phase four is off and running, baby. And like the credits, it's like it's like story by Patton Oswalt. <laughs> He'd go for it. Oh, yeah. All you got to do is cut him a Disney check. That's right. And you're good to go. That's just what give we're him getting. A small little part. Oh yeah, he'll yeah he'd oh, do he, it. Yeah. I love my Disney checks. Do you? Yeah. Star Wars is gonna be great. <laughs> <sighs> I'm a shill. <laughs> right on. It's the only reason people like Disney properties these days. Didn't you hear? If Marvel pay or if Disney pays, them. oh, because you have to pay to say that a, a yep. good movie was good. Yeah, right, right, right. Sure. Anyway, Endgame I... was good. <laughs> Thank you. Ka-ching. Um, I just want to James Bond throw this. Sorry. Well, not even. Go ahead. Just yes. I just want to throw note. this out there, um, Homer. On your way out, if you want to kill someone, <laughs> it would really help me a lot. <laughs> that's that's. Yeah. It's his last line. That's his last line. Uh, I guess it's uh, you're missing a lot of fun yeah. here when he yeah. goes crazy with the flamethrower. Yeah. <laughs> it's also a great, a great visual. If you want to kill someone, him it really helped me a lot. <laughs> I also love, just on the James Bond riff, the I tackled a loafer at work today. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's get into favorite jokes. Sure. I know mine. All right. In that case, I will start. Okay. My favorite joke is definitely... I'm sorry, it's not in packages. Sure. Um, Just holding it there. But I think (laughs) everyone's favorite joke is going to be a Hank Scorpio line of some kind. So I'm going to give you one that isn't a Hank Scorpio line. Um, And it will... Yeah, it's got to be the the Cypress Creek video. Yeah. I I love that. I love that tape. And the... Someone should make a city that works. Somebody (laughs) did. It's called Cypress Creek. (laughs) Uh, it's great. It's so All great. your dreams come true. And everywhere is just may a not coffee ref- shop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> coffee shop, trees, and mailboxes. 
a bum that turns into a mailbox. Yeah, yeah. that's my favorite yeah. part. We don't have bums here, Marge, and if we did, they wouldn't rush. They'd be allowed to go at their own pace. <laughs> um. Oh, there are just uh, just too many. I I I I just love I um. Yes, Mister Scorpion. <laughs> don't call me that. And it's Scorpio. It's, don't call me Mr. Scorpion. It's Mr. Scorpio, but don't call me that either. <laughs> call me Hank! <laughs> it's, it's, it's a great one-two joke. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, mine is, I mean, there's a reason why I made our email the way I did. Yep. Uh, the Hammock District is yeah. my favorite joke. It's one of my favorite jokes ever. <laughs> just like the, the long riff, Homer's reactions, which are clearly just Dan Castellaneta trying to keep up. Yep. And then, like you said, the like the the switch where it's they're all in the same complex. It's a hammock complex on third. <laughs> oh, the hammock district, <laughs> <laughs> which makes so much sense that he Homer finally would know, he catches up just in time. Yeah, but that he would know there is a hammock district yeah. <laughs> in Cypress Creek. Yeah, and that's of course where you're going to get all the hammocks. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. So there's something that I want to mention about this particular episode, and it is. This is the episode that I go to when people ask me, hey, Simpsons, what what up with that? Uh, <laughs> you get that question a lot, Greg? Yeah. People are you hanging out with? Hey, know, Simpsons, what up with that? <laughs> you know, morons. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Maroons. Yeah. Uh, so when someone asks me what episode of The Simpsons should I start with, if they are starting or if they haven't seen The Simpsons in a while, or if they just want to check out The Golden Age, it's this one. This is where I start. And I think that's a testament to this, A, episode's laughs per minute, mm-hmm. which is through the roof. It's crazy. Yeah. And B, without a doubt, the brilliance of Albert Brooks in this role because he makes this episode he really really does it's a great premise it's a great premise that's brought alive by an incredibly gifted performer yeah what a character what a character i would almost say i wouldn't use this episode as a jumping off point for anyone all right good counterpoint (laughs) and here's why uh i think it's I mean, it's my favorite episode. I think it's one of the best episodes I've done. But I think it works even better the more you know the characters. Mm. The same way I'd say the dinner party of The Office is the best episode they've done. But only if you kind of know Michael and Jan and Pam and Jim and Dwight a little bit already. Do you know what I mean? I do. I absolutely do. Um, I think Marge vs. the Monorail might be... Though I, I was just trying to think. I'm like, which episode would I use as a, a first yeah. episode? I think Marge vs. the Monorail might be the one. Yeah, for me, this is that's that's a really that's a really good choice. Um, I just really love hanging out with people watching this episode. Mm-hmm. I I try and like just be quiet and let them enjoy it, and it's always a treat. It's always a treat, especially if someone's been like, "Oh yeah, I've never seen, I haven't seen an episode of The Simpsons for years and years and years," and I'm like, "Have you seen this one?" And they're like, uh, "No." And like, who are you? Bam! And what are you doing here? You're on. Let's watch it, and it's always a delight. True. So that's that's my reasoning behind it. Uh, but Marge versus the monorail—that's a great jumping-in point. <laughs> that's a great one. It's almost like I think it's all also just because it's it is a travel episode, quote unquote. Yeah. You know, so like part of me 
is like the first episode you watch should be one that's in Springfield. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, there's something also about the like the the opening where all the characters say goodbye. That if that's the first time anyone's seen an episode, they'd be like, "What the hell is going on? <laughs> Who are all these people?" So, yeah. But no, I mean, I I don't think it's a bad choice. I just, I yeah, I was uh, I was thinking about that because I've never really thought about it. No one's ever really approached me and been like, "Simpsons, what up with that?" <laughs> I've been working with a lot of twenty year olds lately. You'd be surprised. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, do we want to do a little reference desk? Uh, so, of course, James Bond heavily referenced. I'm not going to list them all, but I would say specifically the Sean Connery ones. Mm-hmm. I think the like the the laser is a specific thing. Goldfinger. Um, the uh, villain at, or villain the the lady at the end who like crushes with their thighs is Xenia on the top. Is that Doctor No? Like the like the. The, the white, the, the white bathing suit. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's Doctor mm, No. Mm, yeah, see, um, of course, the title of the episode "You Only Move Twice" is the reference to "You Only Live Twice." Oh, I thought it was Moonraker. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, the opening... Do you know the plot of "You Only Live Twice," Alan? You know what? This is one of the rare ones I've seen the intro to. Uh huh. Where he gets killed. Yep. <laughs> and they have a funeral for him. Uh huh. Yep. And then he comes back. Or you like faked his death? I don't know. You've seen it. I only I literally I watched the first. Uh, would you care to? No, I feel like you are non at the bit to share this. They kill him so he can go to Japan and do an assignment in Japan where they have to, in huge air quotes, make him Japanese. Oh, oh no. Yes. <laughs> Not where I thought that it's was going. exactly <laughs> what you're thinking. Oh. It's exact. They search Connery, right? Yep, oh. you know it. Um, skin, eyes, voice. No, <laughs> they stopped short of that. But I don't think Ian Fleming stopped short of it in the novel. <laughs> but I, I think probably they didn't stop short of it because he can't do that. Yeah, yeah. He's because incapable. of cultural he's not reasons. Mickey Rooney. Yeah. Yeah, oh, God. exactly. <laughs> Sean is just mean, incapable of doing that. He anything literally, other than his yeah, voice. That's yeah. right. Yes. Yeah. He literally does not have the range to not Scorpio, do Scottish. you're totally mad. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't point fingers, you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I only expect for you to die and be a very cheap funeral. <laughs> you're going to die now. Ah. <laughs> uh, Anyway, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> uh, the tune that Smithers is humming at the beginning, yep. uh, Monty Burns, it's like Hollywood, yep. hooray for Hollywood. Uh, Tale of Two Cities, of course, reference in Tale of One City. <laughs> uh, this was a bit of a deep one. Uh, Mike Milken? Yeah. What? Yeah, so this is when Scorpio's like, ah, I was the first rich person to wear a sports coat and a blaze or a sports coat and jeans. You ever heard of Mike Milken? <laughs> no. <laughs> and that's it. But Mike Milken apparently was like a like a finance guy, like a entrepreneur who was like arrested for a bunch of like fraud and like embezzlement <laughs> and shit. So so kind of on brand. Like what a deep pull, yeah. Albert Brooks. <laughs> yeah, right. Because one hundred percent, it was Albert Brooks. Yeah, and then <laughs> Dan is just like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, 
Um, the Stepford Wives is referenced with Marge's wine drinking. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. from mm-hmm. the Stepford Wives. Uh, 59th Street Bridge is a Simon and Garfunkel song. Oh, really? <laughs> so maybe a direct reference, maybe just a coincidence. But, uh, I want to take a chance. <laughs> that guy's great. <laughs> Is that in New York? It must be. Like, is the UN... Is well, the, U, the the United Nations building is in New York. Okay. That's what I thought. Because in 59th Street Bridge would make sense. Technically, it's, it's on a part of the city that is not sovereign land to any country <laughs> due to the diplomatic... Um... <laughs> I was interested. <laughs> I put Alla to sleep immediately. Did you see that? I did. <laughs> Uh, I like me. I like me is, of course, uh, I love you. You love me. Yeah. Barney and friends. I can see why this is so popular. Um, and then uh, Dallas Cowboys and Denver Broncos are both sports teams <laughs> in the National Football League. Football League. That's right. Um, well, that about does it. We should probably wrap up. This has been a long, a long episode. <laughs> yeah, this has been quite a long Our one. Extended riffs on James Bond and made it long. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we like to thank everybody for uh, listening. And if you want to get in touch with us, how do they do that, Alan? The hammock district on third at gmail.com. Damn right. <laughs> Numerical three. Yeah. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Bad Neighbors Pod. And you can uh, subscribe to our Patreon at Boathouse Studios. Uh, sorry, patreon.com slash Boathouse Studios. Yeah, and by now there will be uh, another a couple episodes on. We did another uh, Two Bad Neighbors bonus zombie years episode. And if you are a Patreon, uh, Patreon subscriber, you do get to basically vote and tell us which one to do next. So think about that. And we also will be do, uh, have done a uh, Cinepals return where we just talk about the movies of the summer. So that'll summer be fun. Camp. Yeah. And then we'll have uh, two or three every single month going on from that so two bucks a month how can you go wrong yeah it's great it's good times and uh if you're already subscribed that's less than a cup of coffee a month what really (laughs) holy shit i'm going out now (laughs) (laughs) thanks emma for joining us this time thanks for having me and being inducted into the two timers club Woohoo! hi it's a pleasure (laughs) (laughs) for the listener she was confused (laughs) at that statement (laughs) Was a pleasure. Uh, <laughs> it's a pleasure. All right. I, think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, um, yeah. But join thanks. us next time for which episode? Oh, it's gonna be uh, <laughs> one I don't like. Oh boy, it's the Homer they fall. Oh yeah, Homer's a boxer Homer's now. Homer's a boxer Ooh. now because he has Homer Simpson Kid syndrome. Mo. In fact, I could uh, <laughs> whack you in the head <laughs> with this, this medical s- sterilized two by four all afternoon. And you wouldn't feel a thing. But I have other appointments. <laughs> he almost does it. <laughs> he takes it out of the room. He's ready to go. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, There's some funny bits. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Don't really anyway. like the episode. Don't like Mo. Oh, yeah. Mo sucks. Kid Mo. So let's uh Kid Gorgeous. <laughs> kid presentable. Kid ugly. And kid Mo. <laughs> uh all right. We'll be right. back next I week. I butchered that. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. Keep watching the skis.